What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. I'm going to give you one big idea to hopefully help you be a more godly man today. And um, before I get into that, I want to invite you to check out our Substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. There you can subscribe to our podcast. You can subscribe to our emails and uh, keep up to date about what's happening with our family ministry. You also can become a paid subscriber there for just, uh, I think it's $5 a month or maybe a little bit more than that, uh, and contribute to our family ministry that way. Certainly, we appreciate it when you do that. So today we're talking about the, um, we're talking about Christless conservatism and pinup girls, and I want to sort of set this up. I'm going to do a little bit more ranting in this episode than I normally do, and I'm going to do a little bit of, of commentary in this episode, which is not particularly what these podcasts have been about. But we're going to get to at the end. We're going to get to an important principle for Christian men where we're at in our society today. But let me set the context first here. So. Christless conservatism and pinup girls. Uh, so for those of you who aren't aware, there's been a controversy brewing within conservatism over the course of the last um, couple of weeks here uh, because there's a conservative, a quote unquote conservative organization. I don't remember what the name of it is. It's got, it's like dads, like uber conservative dads or something like that. They put together this calendar in order to raise money for their organization. And this calendar is basically a, conservative and i'm using scare quotes but you can't see it's a conservative it's a calendar that has these conservative women in it in various stages of undress or dressed um in some not in some cases but not every case apparently provocatively uh and so like for example riley Gaines, who is the she's become very famous for uh, her stand against transgenderism and women's sports, and she's done some good work with that. She professes to be a Christian. Apparently, she's in the calendar a couple times in a bikini. I haven't seen the calendar myself, so I, I don't know what pictures are in it. But there's this huge controversy because there are some conservatives that are saying, that's not how we win. Just because the women in this calendar are maybe conservative commentators doesn't mean that it makes it okay for you to pin them up on your wall and oogle over them and lust after them and so on and so forth. And that would be sort of the more um, Christian, more what they would call traditional conservative wing within conservatism. And then there are a lot of other people within quote unquote conservatism that are saying, no, no, it's no big deal. You know, the calendar is not that bad compared to other calendars that are out there. And, you know, they're just trying to raise some money, leave them alone and body positive and, and all this other stuff. And so that's the setup for the discussion today. So there are these two wings within what we would call conservatism. There's sort of the more traditional Christian wing. And then there's this other kind of conservatism that says, well, it's OK if you want to have a calendar of conservative women that are in various stages of undress and post it on the wall, then fine. You know, that's no big deal, whatever. This is the argument. And I say all that, that's the setup, because I, the calendar actually isn't the thing. It's the discussion happening around the calendar, that the calendar, because of the discussion, certain things are being exposed, which if you pay attention, you've known this for a while, but certain things are being exposed in this discussion. And those are the things I want to point to in this episode. So one of the things that's happening on Twitter in this conversation, and you can go read pretty much any Twitter, Twitter, Twitter thread about this conversation or X or whatever it's called now, and there you will see what I'm about to describe play out. 
would be like some of these more traditional Christian conservatives saying, this calendar is a terrible thing. This is not conservatism. And then there'll be a bunch of these other kind of whatever you want to call them, this other wing of conservatism that will come in and they'll say, no, the calendar is good. And by the way, and this is the important point, they'll say, by the way, conservatism is not Christianity and, cons and, and conservatism is not necessarily Christian. And so the idea is sort of like there's this big bag of things called conservatism and Christians are kind of like a guest in this big bag, but it's something bigger than Christianity. And the Christian shouldn't think that it's so much about them and their values and their worldview and so forth, because that's conservatism is not Christianity and so forth. And that's the thing that I want to talk about in this episode. Christless conservatism. I said here, Christless conservatism and pinup girls. What these, what this calendar has done is it's exposed this concept of Christless conservatism. And the thing I want you men to understand is that there's actually no such thing as Christless conservatism, and there is actually no such thing as non-Christian conservatism. Now, that's not to say that everybody who's involved in everybody who's a quote-unquote conser conservative necessarily has to be a Christian. But there's no such thing as conservatism that isn't Christian. Here's what I mean when I say that. The word conservatism means that you're trying to conserve something. Historically, that's what the word conservatism means. We're trying to conserve something. Historically, conservatism has meant that we're trying to conserve historical Western values in our culture. And more specifically in America, we're trying to conserve historically Western values within the American context, both in the public square, but in particular in our institutions. We're trying to conserve, uh, you know, these conservative, we're trying to conserve these Western values, right, within our institutions. And the thing that you have to understand if you think about this from a historical standpoint is that all of those values are actually Christian values. There is no neutrality when it comes to conservatism, quote unquote, versus liberalism. And here's why that is, because when we're talking about historical Western values, so the values that our Western civilization, that our Western society was built upon are Christian values. And, and when you read Western classics and, and Western thought, if you read without a liberal or progressive lens, you just read it as it is. Even the Western thinkers that were not Christians, their thought patterns were heavily influenced by Christian thought. And so we think about the, the Western values, right? So things like the nuclear family and the importance of the nuclear family, a mom, a dad, and some children. We think about things like the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of, um, of happiness, right? Or things like the right to self-defense, the right to self-ownership, right? All of these ideas arise out of a Christian worldview. And if you don't have the Christian worldview that underpin these ideas that built Western civilization and that built American culture, if you don't have the Christian ideals underneath of there, then there's no foundation upon which to conserve these ideals because they're all Christian ideals. And so when we're talking about conservatism, the things that we're trying to conserve are all Christian things. And Christian men need to recognize that they're being supplanted within conservatism. Not only are we being supplanted in the public square, and not only are we being supplanted in our institutions, 
but the Christian worldview is being supplanted specifically within conservatism be, and Christian men are sort of just sitting back, letting it happen because we've bought into this myth of neutrality, this idea that we can have a conservatism that is just different than liberalism, where we can have things like life and liberty and property and things like self-ownership and self-government and all of that stuff, that somehow we can have all of those things apart from Christ. And the reality is you can't. All of those values are Christian values. And so whatever this other thing is, this other quote unquote stream of conservatism is, it's not actually conservatism. It's something else. And what Christians and in particular Christian men need to do is we need to move the gospel and the lordship of Jesus Christ back to the forefront of the conversation. There is no conservatism apart from Christ and the Christian worldview. There's nothing to conserve without Jesus. There's nothing to conserve without the Christian worldview. And so this whole idea of the pinup girl thing, the whole pinup model thing, all of that is sort of just the tip of the iceberg. The reason that you have people thinking that it's okay to put quote-unquote conservative women in a calendar and public, post it in their garage or their, or worse yet, somewhere in their house for their wife and kids to have to see – the reason that you got men that think that is because Christ has been moved out of the center of conservatism. The calendar is a big problem, but it's actually a it's actually really a symptom of the problem, and we have much bigger problems than that, although I think we should take advantage of the calendar as a means of having this discussion. But the problem with conservatism, quote unquote, as it exists in America right now, is it doesn't worship Jesus and it doesn't have Christ at the center. And it needs to have Christ at the center. The establishment of Jesus Christ as the ruler and the King of kings and the Lord of lords and his law and his word as the foundation upon which we establish what is and isn't just and what does and doesn't constitute moral and upright, right? That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about putting Christ to the center of conservatism, right? And, and unless, until and unless we do that, this whole idea of conservatism is built upon nothing. And it is the task of Christian men brothers. It is the task of Christian men to make Christ the center of the conversation. And so what we're trying to conserve, you need to understand and have a view of history. What we're trying to conserve when we talk about conservatism is Western ideals and Western values that were built on the bedrock of a Christian worldview with Christ at the center. And if, if not for Christ and if not for the Christian worldview, there really is no such thing as conservatism. Now, I said at the beginning, and I'll wrap it up with this. So can somebody who's not a Christian be a conservative? Well, in some sense, probably, because they may see the value in those Christian ideals, in that Christian worldview, and they may see its benefit on society. But what you can't have is you can't have a conservatism that isn't trying to conserve the things that it says it's trying to conserve. And those things are Christian ideals and they only work with Christ at the center and with his law and word as the guide and the foundation. Friends, there is no neutrality. There is no neutrality. Neutrality is a myth. And so, no, you can't have a conservative calendar with conservative, so to speak, pinup girls on it. And why is that? Because it doesn't honor Christ. And, it does, and because of that, it doesn't fit within our quote-unquote conservative Western values. But the bigger problem here is we need to move Christ to the center of this conservative movement.
what we're trying to conserve is a society that's built upon his law and his word that's governed according to his lordship. All right. So God bless, brothers. We'll talk soon.